Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, this is, is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. Good morning, Carolina. I cannot believe that we are looking at each other, that this is actually happening. I feel like it has been now almost a year since we've been able to do this. And Yo. I am so excited. You know, Andrew said, are you guys ready? Andrew's our producer. And I was like, what do you mean? Are we ready? It's been a year. I've been ready. It has been an insane like time and we are just so glad to be back. You know, I know a lot of people have been reaching out on social media asking where's life in Spanglish and you know, what is going on? Carolina, They're it breaks my heart every time. Yo, and they don't let me post something. I'm like my new shoes. They're like, but anyway, when is life in Spanglish back? I'm like, okay. It's so you. true. You know, we formed such a bond and a connection with you guys and it really has been an absence. I know I can speak for myself and I know for you too, honey, but you know, there were some things happening and I felt like I was in a predicament because I couldn't tell anybody what actually was going on behind the scenes. And all I kept saying was a lot, stay tuned, you know, we'll be back soon. And so I think that this episode, which we're just so glad to be back, we need to just focus a little bit on what happened and why we took such a long break. And, you know, also talk about the exciting things that we have coming up this season. Yeah, no, for sure. It's been a long time, you know, the pandemic happened. You know, yeah. that that was number one 
me and Carolina got separated. We were no longer in the studio together because as you guys know, like I work for Power, Carolina works for KTU, mm -hmm. but we were on the same floor. So we could just come together and record at new episodes every week. They separated us. The lockdown came, COVID took over. And then boom, while I'm working from home, I almost died. <laughs> I love how nonchalant she is. Right? She's like, and then I'm working from home and then I almost died. But yes, I know. And I know like I'm not making light of it, but well, it's you know, what? At, at this point, it's like I have to. It's like, OK, I'm here. I made it. But, you know, as a lot of you may know, if you follow me, you follow my social media. I suffered a stroke last summer. Now, it's been a year now. And, you know, I'm just grateful I'm here. I made it to the other side. And, you know, luckily there is no luck involving a stroke, but luckily mm -hmm. it happened on my right side, which didn't affect my cognitive. So it's like my memory, my speech, everything is perfectly fine. It just it affected my mobility on the left side of my body. So it's like mm -hmm. I'm, I still rehab and I still have some limitations, but I was able to jump back into work. You know, I've been back at work full time for months now. And here I am. Now it's time to relaunch Life in Spain. Yeah. Well, you were missed. I mean, I will say this, you know, normally when something happens to your friends, even if they get the flu. You find a way to either get them some soup. You want to pick them up. You know, you, yeah. you want to get some uh, emergency and things like that. And you drop it off at their house. And like, because of the pandemic, I feel like it made it so much worse because there were times where I wanted to just come and, and see you and spend time with you. And But it was impossible. I didn't see anybody. Like, I feel like, you know, the stroke happening and the pandemic not allowing me to be around anyone, but, you know, my very close circle, which was my two sisters and my husband, because mm -hmm. I was terrified. I'm like, imagine me rehabbing from a stroke and then somebody comes visit me and I catch COVID and then I die. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't like make it through this and then catch COVID and die. So it was just, it was horrible. You know, I missed you. I missed everyone. And it's everyone wanted to come see me. And I kept having to say, I'm sorry, you can't. I can't risk catching COVID. And 100%. I'm sure I'm sure everyone was being careful, but it's just that one instance, you know? Well, you just don't know. And it's like, you know, honey doesn't have the nine lives. You know what I mean? She wasn't taking really chances know. after that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a... I know. But you know, the thing that I was saying to my husband, when we were talking about it, we were discussing and I said, you know, I just feel so helpless. Like I, I am a helper, you know, and I know that about myself. And I know that, you know, whenever somebody that I love is not well, I want to be there for them. And, you know, so I guess that the way that I supplemented that was just by being there on the phone. And I said to honey, and I was like, me. whenever you want me, I am here for you. I'll listen. You know, we can just, uh, even if you just want to leave the phone on and I'm in the background, whatever, but you know, it was just, I think it's challenging sometimes for people because you need to know when to take a step back and give yeah. people the space that they're asking for. No, for and sure. I think that was pretty challenging. And, you know, I'm just glad, you know, everyone understood. So it was just a lot, you know, between COVID rehabbing the winter time, daylight savings. It was just like, I had the worst year of my life last year. Oh. Thank God I'm in amazing space now, but last year was challenging. Let's not forget people are dying. People we know are catching COVID hospital. It was just horrible. You know, I'm just glad, you know, things are better now. Yeah, definitely. And so now we're moving forward, but we wanted to give you guys an explanation as to why, you know, I mean, cause I know uh, people were asking me and I was trying to find creative ways to say new things. And then after I was just like, uh, management, I don't know. I was like running out of lies. I was I like, I don't, cause I didn't want to tell your story, you know, and yeah. I always told people, this is your story to tell. This is not for me to tell anybody, you know? So when people came out and they were like, did you hear what happened to honey? I'm like, did I hear, uh, I knew, but I didn't say anything. And it's like, you know, it, 
it got me thinking, are you the type of person that somebody can tell a secret to and it'll never go anywhere? Or are you the type of person that's like dying to tell other people's secrets? Because truthfully, I don't know. It's just like, because sometimes I tell you secrets and sometimes I tell Noonie secrets or my sister. It's weird. I'll never like blast it or like tell someone you would be mad at me for telling, but I usually have to tell one person, at least it just kills me. I wish I could say, no, your secret's safe with me, but I got to tell one person, but I know, I know who I can tell that won't tell. Well, it's like, like, you know, tengo que desahogarme. You know what I mean? Like you have to tell that one person that, you know, it's never going to leave that person that you can trust them because you don't want to be looked at as a person who's untrustworthy. But then again, it's like, I need to get this out. This is too big for me to hold on to by myself. And especially with everything that was going on last year, you know what I mean? Like it was so heavy. So to have news like that, you know, I had to confide in my husband, Mark, that was really the only person, you know, it was super hard. And you know what, Carolina, I told from work-wise, I told maybe like, I told Auntie Martinez, you and and my two bosses, that was it. Mm -hmm. I really, because it's just like, I don't want this out. I don't want the story out the wrong way. But you know, people I work with closely daily, and especially you, you two are mature women, you are moms, you know, and you are friends and people that I can trust. So it's like, it was a hard decision though, because I had friends from high school. You know, I had one friend that was like, I feel like he doesn't feel close to me anymore because mm-hmm. I didn't tell him. You know, mm-hmm. He called me. He's like, I can't believe you did this to me and you didn't tell me. And I'm like, relax, bro. It's not about you. It's about my decision and, and what I felt comfortable with. And when I felt, com- I didn't feel comfortable sharing for nine months. And yo, social media, Carolina, it was so hard trying to like not say anything and continue living life and be visible. It was the hardest thing I had to do. It made me realize, like, you know what? You don't have to put your life on social media every day. And now Mm -hmm. I go three, four days without posting anything about my life. Because I'm like, you know what? Nine months, you didn't post anything that was happening in actuality. Now you can actually go a day, a week, a month. You don't have, you're not. Hey, look who's there. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, guys. You know what? My dog is actually here right now because, you know, it's work from home life. But no, you know what? You're, you were so creative in how you stayed engaged with people. And it was something that was so admirable to me because, you know, there are so many situations where I find myself like not posting or, you know, not doing anything. I'm like, she just suffered a stroke, man. I said, and she's finding ways to like throw back pictures to like make it seem like she is out on the stoop right now in real time. I don't know how you did it, but I was just admiring the fact that you had the ability to do that. But when you talk about your friend from high school, like, let's just like touch on that for a second, Uh because like, there are so many times when things happen in our lives where people make it about them, you know, where I can't believe that you did this to me when you're the one going through something and you're just trying to figure it out. And you don't need that extra pressure from someone to make you feel even worse about not sharing it with them, you know? It's unbelievable, like, as adults at this point, we have to know when to, like, just fall back. You know what? It's not that you wanted to keep the secret from me. It's just you weren't ready to share it with me. Well, but I also think that it speaks volumes about people and kind of like how, how they process we can be yeah yeah how you process things you know because it's like it's like a- his only concern for like the first five minutes of the conversation was not being involved not knowing people not telling him like I couldn't believe that and then you know eventually it took a turn towards it took a turn towards like how are you doing but the beginning of the conversation was all like I am offended I am appalled I am floored 
And I'm like, okay, relax. You'll be fine. Now, you know. But I think as human beings, though, we have to protect ourselves. Like, I think it was smart for you to only reveal this to a certain number of people. You know what I mean? Because it's like the more people you tell your story to, the more chances it's going to get out there. And, you know, and that's you what wanted- I didn't want. I wanted to control the narrative. And honestly, Carolina, I did not want to share anything sad, sappy, depressing. You know, there are some people that use, you know, instances like this to get attention on social media and to get comments and prayer hands. And I didn't want any of that. I wanted to show when I was close to overcoming what happened Mm -hmm. because I wanted it to be more of like, you could do this too. Whatever you're dealing with, you got this. We're going to overcome. I wanted it to be more about strength, power, resilience, hope, you know, overcoming. I encourage people, if you haven't seen the video, it's at, um, I am honey German is at Mm -hmm. your Instagram. So you guys can check mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. It's in the IGTV section. You can find it there, but it's what I wanted it to be. I just want it to be like, like Hennessy, never stop, never, never settle. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This mother's day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But you know what, though, honey? You also learned so much throughout COVID, and I wanted to just, like... Take your temperature. What is like the biggest thing that you got out of this time? Other than, you know, obviously like the biggest thing, which was overcoming this stroke. But like, what was something that really stood out to you during this time of COVID that you feel like other people could maybe benefit from? Uh, God, I don't know. There's so many different things, but I'm laughing because I'm thinking like, bitch, you do not need to eat out three times a day. You could cook your own food. Because <laughs> I dead ass used to eat out, you know, either order, have delivery. And now it's just like for the past year, cooking every single meal at home, with the exception of maybe taking a risk and going out to eat. It's just like, yo, you can do this. You can work because I always just worked Carolina. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was always just about work, 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 work. Now it's more about like home balance. Hey, there you go. That's the word. Just balancing things out, you know, spending time to talk to my husband without looking on my phone or without tweeting something. It was just more about like, yo, you got this. You could do different things pivoting people's paperwork. I noticed that about you, honey, too, because, you know, before I used to be so envious and like envious in a healthy way that like, I just, you know, there's something about me where I'll record a bunch of stuff and then I'll never post it or I'll never put it up because I'm thinking to myself, like, nobody cares if I'm eating this or doing this. And I used to see you, you were constantly posting things and like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I used to say, gosh, I got to get better about that. I got to do more to engage with like my audience and things like that. And then I noticed that there was a definite shift after what happened for you. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, not that I didn't enjoy it before, but I enjoy your posts even more now because I know that they're meaningful, you know? Yeah. Now it's like, I take my time. It's it's not like a bunch of shit. Like before Mm -hmm. it was just like, okay, I'm out. I'm here. I'm at a concert. I'm here. I'm changing my shoes. I'm getting my makeup done by somebody. Oh, I'm at a photo shoot. It was just constant, like content of everything that was happening in my life. Now it's, I'm being much more careful, like what I post. Even though I do have to get back to my old ways. But you know what, Carolina? You'll get there. I didn't feel comfortable because, you know, when you have a stroke, you know, sometimes your speech is affected. Mm -hmm. Your face, you know, like I had drooping on the left side of Mm -hmm. my face. Just now I feel comfortable with the way I look again. So I had to step back from the camera because it wasn't who I was. It wasn't what I looked like. And I didn't want to put that out there. You know, I didn't want, I never wanted people to pity me. I Mm -hmm. never wanted people to feel sad. I never went, oh my God, bendito, tuito, lo que pasó. I never wanted, I just wanted to be like, yo, you're a beast. You're a warrior. You know, that's what I wanted. But while I scaled back, you pushed forward and it made me so happy and it made me so proud. Cause I was like, look at Carolina sharing. When did you decide you were going to share more? I was trying so hard, you know, I mean, listen, during COVID we caught COVID. Um, my husband, actually, we pinpointed him. He was the one who brought it home because remember my kids weren't going to school. I wasn't being social. We were very conservative. Like we were literally staying home. I did not even enter a store, honey. When I tell you I was doing drive up curbside, everything. Like I was the person who was literally wiping down their groceries and stuff like that. If you remember that crazy time. And so after my husband caught it and then we all got it, I ended up losing my nanny. You guys, my nanny freaking bounced and left me with like 
nobody to help me take care of my house, my kids, like nothing. And, you know, listen, I know it's a privilege and I know that I'm very fortunate that I could even have somebody, you know what I mean? And at that time we said to her, look, we're, we're buckling down. Like the only person who's leaving the house is my husband. And he, cause he has to go to work. You know, I had the ability to work from home. He didn't. And so, you know, it was one of those things where it was just like, wow, I got like hit in the face with just a bunch of responsibilities that I never really had to worry about before, you know? So like, how did that work out? It was probably one of the more challenging things that happened in my life. Like, I mean, honestly, I was sitting around, I had mountains of laundry, like on the couch, by the way, we had a new puppy. My kids aren't going to school. The dog is running away with socks. I'm trying to figure out what to make for dinner. I mean, it was just so overwhelming. Carolina, explícame. ¿Quién te manda a comprar un perro in the middle of COVID with no nanny? Hello. I know. Right. I, and I said, I was like, I said to myself, I was like, why on earth would I ever agree to allow my husband to have this freaking dog? But no, it was me. And then he gets to go to work. He gets to leave the house, you know, but then it was just like, you know, I feel like if anything, the one thing that I got out of that is that our family is so solid now, you know, we found a way. Can my kids, question, do you feel yeah. like a better mom now? You know, I feel like a different mom. You know, I know that I've always been a great mother to my kids. I've always been very connected. And that was like one of the things that I loved about working on a morning show was that I had the ability to take my kids to their after school activities, to be that mom that would do all of those things. You know, I know some moms that work feel terrible, you know, like Mm -hmm. I don't get to be around as much. So I guess lucky you that, you know, you get to be around in the afternoons. A hundred percent, but no, you know what it is. It's like my husband and I became closer. He started to see the things that I was doing where he was like, wow, like, damn, like, how are you doing this all? You know? And it's like, that's what I got out of it was the acknowledgement. Like sometimes you don't mind carrying the heavy load as long as somebody acknowledges you or recognizes you, you know, like that whole phrase about being seen. I think a lot of people just want to be seen, you know, like they want to have somebody say to them, I can't believe you're doing all of these things, you know? So for me, I guess like just having that bond with my family that I know they will never forget it. Like my boys before, like you were saying, I would go to industry things on a Wednesday night, and not put them to bed, or I would have to go to like, you know, an event in the middle of the afternoon and not get home until eight o'clock and they had already had their whole day, you know, but like figuring out like you needed to balance on how to also set my boundaries while at home, because now it all just kind of blurs together. You know, we started on that Carolina. It all just blurs together. You got to find separation. That's what I keep saying. There is no separation now between my work life. And I start working in PJs at 7 a.m. Before I would get in at like nine, 10. So it's like three hours has been added to my work day. Mm-hmm. And no matter what time it is, I will jump on my computer and work because it's right there. Before I would leave my computer at, at work, it was there. Right. My office was there. Now, no, now my office is wherever I am. Well, you know what? And it's true. And there are a lot of people where relationships, like where I say, like I built the relationship with my husband and my kids and, you know, we got through this whole thing together, but like, there are certain people who I really did during this time had to say, you know what, this isn't healthy for me. You know, I had a friend who was extremely critical, like of what? 
Okay. So for example, like on the part of Long Island where I live at, people throw money at their problems, right? Like, oh, we'll just hire a new nanny. We'll just hire a cleaning lady. We'll just hire this or hire that. I'm like, first of all, I'm super scared of inviting anybody into my home. And I'm, I'm going back like however many months, like not now, you know, I think that we've also like, we, we've worked through a lot of those things. And I think that we feel a little bit more freedom now, but you know, my, I would go to my friend almost to just vent and like, ask her to listen to me. And she was constantly trying to fix my problem. Like you need to hire a maid, you need to hire a new nanny. And I'm like, I don't want to just introduce random people to my kids. Like if you're going to come into my home, you're going to grow and be a part of the family. Like that's how we've always handled, you know, people in our home. And so it got to a point where I was like, you know, I think I might need to take a break from this person because I just, I'm not appreciating the input and the pressure but like, did you ever have to cut anybody out throughout this time? Like, or have you just been kind of a little bit more distant? Like how have the relationships fared? Um, no, pretty much everyone that was important and anyone who's been a part of my life, you know, for my whole life, you know, I have a lot of my friends from high school. They were all solid. Everyone was, you know, just good, amazing people. Like I didn't lose anyone that I truly loved or that yeah. was truly important in my life. Yeah. No. And I'm not saying I'm not speaking ill of this friend. I felt like I just needed some space, you know, because it's like, sometimes you just want to tell people how you feel. You don't want them to solve your problems. Like I wasn't no. going to you to solve it. And, and I'm like, and it's not about the money for me. It's about the relationship. Like I want my kids to not feel like there's a rotating door, you know, like nah. some people don't care. They'll hire whoever. They're just like, I need to get my bathrooms clean. You know? I'm like, no, no. I know it, it's your life. It's your kids. And it's just, there's so many weird people out here, Carolina, honestly, like if you're going to have these people, let's say helping your kids with bathing, with dressing, you have, there's gotta be somebody you trust and somebody who's part of your family. You can't just have transient people every few months, a new person with your two little boys. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's been even harder. You know, like now we're getting back into the rhythm of like a lot of people are going back into the station. A lot of people are going back into work. And I, you know, I just said, I need some flexibility right now. And that's really kind of like the key for me is I need you guys to be flexible and understand, like, I still got these two little boys that I'm taking care of, you know, and it's like slowly, but surely I know the right person is going to come along. Don't get me started on finding childcare right now during the pandemic, girl. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. 
I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, it's like somebody who would have worked for $10 an hour before, let's say. They're not trying to do it now. Girl, you crazy. I'm living my life. I'm in Mexico right now. And imagine, let's say you're a Dominican, right? Yeah. You can go back to Dominican Republic. Your unemployment hits your bank account every week. You're stacked. Girl, you are chilling. <laughs> you got SBA, PPP. Uh, Who is rich, okay? Give me all of the acronyms. I don't care. Give them all to me. I need it. Or, you know, I, I, that's Carolina. what I feel like we have so much that we need to talk about so many things that we need to cover that we've missed throughout the time. But I just wanted this first episode back to let you guys know, like where we are, what space we're in, you know, and like, we're going to get back to the salon and answering your questions. You know, what's crazy. I saw the LeBron James show in the barbershop. I saw it like come up on my TV yesterday. I said, Carolina. On that was supposed to be us in the damn salon. We're I'm telling it. you, <laughs> absolutely. No, this is just a great way for us to come back in and let you know that we've been thinking about you and we're just so glad that we can get back on track. And, you know, our ideal situation would be as many episodes as we can and cover the topics that you guys want to talk about. No, for sure. Because I'm sorry, this podcast is like none other. And, you know, we were innovators when it comes to this, you know, Life in Spanglish podcast. And it's good, you know, New Yorkers, people in Jersey, you know, Latinas, second generation, they just need us. They need what we're doing here. And we're here to serve. We're going to give it to you. No te preocupes. I know. I love it. And, you know, whether it is tips on what we're eating, I saw Honey was pouring herself some coffee, some cafe bustelo with some evaporated milk or some shit. Carolina, I, I think that's horrible. Over there. Listen, I think that, listen, I saw it on TikTok and I was like, <laughs> ay Dios mio, leche carnesium, esa leche tan buena. My mom used to make morisoñando with it. Uh-huh. That's a Dominican drink where you mix orange juice with leche carnesium a little sugar, a little vanilla, and it is like a drink that we live by. So I tried it with a little brown sugar, but I need to stay off TikTok. 
Because I don't want to get fat drinking that milk. I'm sure that milk got to be fattening as hell. Oh my gosh. Come on. No, but we want to give you our tips and our tricks. And you know, honey, you were mentioning something about like me getting out there, putting myself out there. I was doing reels. I was doing a bunch of stuff. And then like, I've just found that with the kids going back to school. What? Carolina, Carolina, first of all. I'm like, how does this bitch look so good? Her hair, her makeup. Oh, shut like, up. <laughs> remember, remember when I used to think you had hair and makeup for the morning yes, show? She's I was crazy. Like, Yo, nah, because you do an amazing job. And you know what's crazy? I told I told Bella, do you see Carolina's hair? She's like, listen, you have different hair than Carolina. You got Dominican hair. It's not going to work out that way. Because I was like, yo, why I can't do that shit every morning? My no. hair. Oh, my gosh. I got to be honest with you. I'm a one trick pony, man. I mean, I know how to make my face one way. That's it. That's what you're getting. No, nah, but you look good in those videos. I'm like, nah, bro. how is this woman doing this? Because I knew you weren't bringing in no hair and makeup to the house. Hell and no. The, and Are you kidding just, me? You're being so creative. And so innovative with the videos. I loved it. And I was like, she's stepping out of her comfort zone. And I knew, you know, that wasn't like your deal. You didn't want to look silly. You didn't want to look like you were trying. So I was surprised that you even did it. But you did it perfect. Like some of your videos walk. You did one where you were like fake going to an award show. Oh my gosh. Wait. Yes. That was hilarious. That was I think it was the inauguration. I think it was when. Yes. It was like, think about how long ago that was. Yeah. But I remember it because I was like, yo, this is fucking brilliant. I wish I could have done this too. I was jealous. Good jealous. But I was like, yeah, she's killing it. I'm going to try to get back on track though. No, definitely. I mean, I, and I look at my son and I tell him all the time, I'm like, you know, whenever you see a video that you think is funny, tell mama, because like, I want to do things that they think are cool too, you know? So we have so much more in store for you guys. And you know how you can reach us life in Spanglish. We have our Instagram at L I Spanglish and we want your emails. We want you to like interact with us. Tell us what you're feeling. What have you been going through and how can we help you? Yo, for sure, man. Send us the emails. We'll take some of your letters. We'll talk about it on air. But, you know, I want to say thank you to everyone that, you know, has been checking for the podcast. You know, we took a one-year break. That's a long time. And for you to still remember, still ask when we're coming back, it means the world to me, you know, because some people, girls, some people forget about, they be in relationships. They forget about it in a week. For sure. So so still be checking for our podcast. That's super dope. And we're going to give you some amazing content. Absolutely. So definitely keep checking back, like, and subscribe. And whenever new episodes come out, you will know about it. We love that we are back in the hot seat with the hot mics. Carolina, can I say something? Okay. Right now I'm recording my PJs, right? And I didn't put a bra on. I got so much boob sweat right now. I'm like, God damn, is this air conditioning working? No Girl, you got them humiditities. That's what they call them. The humiditities are out. You this got, man you cannot, is burning me up in here. He probably like, come have the under boob sweat. It is not a good look, baby. No. Listen, at least I'm home, but I'm burning up. My boobs are losing weight right now. And I can't stand to lose one pound <laughs> off these bitches. Okay. Anyway. Fan them out. And guys, like we said, you can always follow us. I'm at the real Carolina. Honey, give them your Instagram so they can check out you and everything that you've been up to. I am honey German. Y'all can see how snatch I got. We need to do an entire episode on the tips that you you look so incredible. Your skin, everything. You're glowing. Carolina, the glow up is real. Nah, the glow up is really real. I put up a video over the weekend. I'm like, damn, I could have been a hot thotty all this time if I just lost some damn weight. We're you don't think about- I saw you in those bike shorts, honey? You Come on that. now. Yes. Our, boss, our boss saw us and she put the hard eyes. I'm like, oh God. 
She is looking good. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. And like we said, like and subscribe and make a comment so that we know that you are there and you're listening. And yeah, we just sure. are so yeah. glad to be back I at exactly. Life in Spain. And I'm so, so glad I didn't cry, Karen. Well, I didn't want you to cry. This was just an overview. Okay. So we're going to get- like, you're going to cry later. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make you cry later. Absolutely. But it'll be all crying right. in a good way. It'll be cathartic for all of us. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.